0: Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week, we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Craft to Career Podcast. This week, I have my friend and quilt pattern writing alumni, Sharice of So Hooked on Treasures, Charisse is such a gem. She has an incredible talent for design, um, an amazing eye for color and on-brand things, regardless of what your brand might be. And she's very organized. A big part of success is not being good at all of the things, but it's knowing how to surround yourself with those who are good at the things you are not. I'm not super organized. I'm not a really great speller. I'm an English major, but I like more the theory, not so much the grammar and the spelling. Anyone who's taken one of my courses, read my newsletter, seen stories I post on Instagram, you're going to nod your head and be like, this is true. Elizabeth has a lot of typos. But I know how to surround myself with people who have the strengths that I don't have. And Sharice is one of those people. She has had unusual success as a quilt pattern writer. And you'll hear a little bit of of that when we chat. One of the companies she worked with is one of those that's on the like bucket list of if I could ever work with this company, I know I will have made it. And she just started learning how to write quilt patterns in 2021. So she's had unusual success. However, she is really focusing on her career as a Pinterest account consultant, we're going to call that. I think I just made up that term. But she helps quilting entrepreneurs run their Pinterest accounts so that you don't have to think about it. She, like I said, is great at organization. She has such an eye for beauty. So if you tell her these are my colors for my brand, this is the look that I want, she will run with it and create content and posts for your Pinterest account that are right on brand so you don't have to think about it. And she's been doing my Pinterest account for me for a few months now. And the numbers have gone up. My sales from Pinterest have gone up. And I don't have to think about it. Every once in a while, she'll reach out and, hey, here's what I'm thinking to do next. And at this point, I'm just like, go with it. Just run with it. Just do your thing. It's working. Keep doing it. And now she's getting ready to add more clients. She works for another company that's really great in the quilting community. And um, they've also seen a lot of success from her as well. And so if you are interested or want to know more about why you would use Pinterest, or maybe that's an area I'd want to hire someone out, then listen to what Sharice has to say today and also hear her story. Um, She has a story that I really connect with as well. She shares about her her life situation, and how that's changed recently. So so you'll find something that you resonate with today on the podcast, whether it's Pinterest or life, uh, life circumstances being a little bit different and trickier than what you had imagined, or just having a creative entrepreneur journey and hearing about hers. And before we start, I'm going to read a review from the podcast. And my podcast, if you don't know, it publishes on a, a bunch of different platforms, one of which is YouTube. And so some of the people, there's no video to watch. It's just the sound. But uh, this comment comes from Conquering Mount Scrapmore with Brenda, which kudos to the name. That's super clever. And Brenda says, hello, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I was busy in my sewing room all day sorting out scraps of fabric. I hope you have a joyful week ahead. Thank you for posting your video. So Brenda, thank you for your comment on the YouTube channel with my podcast episode. It really warms my heart when I see that there's a reply or someone giving feedback, a review about the podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, go ahead and leave me a comment and write a review for the podcast. It's both really helpful for the longevity of the podcast so that other people can find it, but it's also really helpful for me as a podcast creator to know what's resonating, to know, okay, There are people out there who are enjoying this content. I can keep creating this, having confidence that this is resonating with this audience. So let me know what you're enjoying and what you'd like to hear more of. And now let's jump in and let me introduce you to Sharice. So, Sharice, thank you so much for being here on the Craft to Career podcast. For our listeners, can you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about who you are and what you do as far as quilting goes?
0: Sure. Um, Hello, everybody. I am Sharice Spain of Sew Hooked on Treasures. I started my quilting journey, I would say probably officially, so to speak, in 2010. Um, I had moved to a new area, small town in Missouri, very small, and I was trying to meet new people. So I found this group um, and they did all different kinds of crafts and I was reintroduced to quilting and I also learned how to crochet. Um, those are the two that really stuck really when it comes down to it. Uh, everything else was, just, you know, it was kind of nice, but those kind of just consumed my life and evolved into um, a career, if you will, at this point, what I'm trying to make of a career. Um, we were in Germany about, goodness, about two, two and a half years ago, and I found myself trying to prepare for what I kind of, like would say, the writing on the wall when it came to, like, my marriage at the time and my personal life, so I was like, this is my chance to get set up, to get started, and so that way, when it's just me and my kiddos, um, I'm ready to make it a go on my own, and this be my job, uh, so to speak. So the idea was that I still wanted to be available to them um, so I could do the buses in the mornings and the afternoons and be there for, you know, school events and what have you. But I still have to support us (laughs) to make a living.
1: So here we are. Yeah. And recently, so I met you, let's see, it was what, fall of 2022? Is that right? 21. Twenty one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're in twenty twenty two right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm not in the future. We didn't meet in the future. <laughs> yeah. So um And you took the quilt pattern writing course. And before we dive into that, you were still married at the time. And I remember you talking about like, this is coming up. I'm going to be a single mom soon. And can you just speak to those listening out there who are supporting themselves or their family, whether they're single or not, but where they're the breadwinner and how does that feel as far as like the vulnerability? I don't know how, what emotions go into all that. It's
0: it can be a little scary. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I think what has made the difference for me is that I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I just, I, I feel it, and it's something that I know that God has led me to do this position. Between everything that I've learned in, in quilting and what I've come to learn when I took your class and and just experience from testing for others. Um, it has really helped me, especially with, with the support of the Fulty and the creative community. My goodness, they have no idea, you know, really, <laughs> because they had no idea what I was going through at the time. But it was such a saving grace to have that and that support in, in my creative space that it, it made that transition for me a whole lot easier. And I think that, too, is just, you know, everyone goes through different circumstances when, you know, or if they are going through a divorce and that may be really stressful. Um, it could be really contentious. Um, fortunately I didn't have that contentious aspect and it made that a whole lot smoother for myself and and my kids. But you know, that's, that's a huge weight that this is now on your shoulders, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but it helps with support of family and when you are comfortable in what you are doing and, I don't even know how to put it, but just having that, um, that knowledge, if you will, that safety net that I know I'm supposed to be here. And there are times when I've questioned it and, you know, have that imposter syndrome take over, but, you know, I kind of slap myself around, say, Sharice, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) And then come back to reality because you are meant to be here. So,
1: you know. Absolutely. And I love that you have that confidence and that you know that, I want to speak on the qualities that I see. But before that, I mean, just because there is a necessity, it doesn't mean that things, how do I say this? Just because you need to be the breadwinner doesn't mean like, oh, well, things will work out because I need it to, you know, that there is a purpose for finding what you're good at, finding a niche in a market, finding a way to make things work rather than just, well, it has to work. So it it needs to, you know, but figuring out where you fit into this world of entrepreneur, business, whatever it might be, and then bringing back to the things that you're really good at, it, I was—it was so fun to have you in the class because had you designed before? I mean, when I saw your first pattern, I was like, "Whoa, girl, you are good at this!" <laughs> like. And you have a special set of skills that I don't have, which is the organization. I remember the very first, um, I asked a question in our Facebook group and you were like, what if you were to organize it this way? So that it's more, you know, more organized. I'm like, okay, you're good at this. Like you have a special knack for that. So tell us more about your skill set and how your experience designing.
0: So I officially started putting designs to paper, well, the computer screen, technically, um, in August of 2020, I believe, yes, yeah, August of 2020, and that's when I really started going. It was I had been pattern testing before that, and I just really took the elements of patterns that I liked and made it into what I would want out of a pattern. Now, was that technically correct? I mean, I think like then it didn't even have the look that I really wanted. I just kind of went with it, um, but. I had done writing before I took your class, where your class really came in handy. Well, one of the many things—that's a long list—we won't even get started. But, um, but one of the things that helped was is the aesthetic of it, and just the little nuances of like of the the design and the, those kind of elements. And you were the one that helped me discover having a quick reference in my pattern. So that was something that I have started since your class, you know, speaking of organization, because that is definitely my thing. Um, It's one of those things that you can either love or hate about me. (laughs) 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 Um, Just because like I am, I I feel bad for my kids some days because, you know, they kind of get that from me too. It's just, you know, we put things here, we put this here and everything has a place and everything in its place sort of deal. And I, they have helped me to kind of relax in some aspects because, you know, they are little people and their minds don't think the same way that mine does. Um, but I've incorporated that into my patterns um, and to be very, I hope, concise and to help people with creating the design that I have written up. Um, even when it comes down to like my sewing room and my creative space, like that is very organized. It's You know, I have everything in, whether it's some sort of storage container, it's particular places, and we even did, as part of our collaboration with some of the um, students in the class at the time, Um, it was a collaboration on being clutter-free and organization. So that was kind of fun, and just sharing our tips and tricks for what's helped us to keep our sewing spaces organized.
1: Yeah, very cool. And I will say every once in a while, there's a student who comes through my class where I see a special set of skills and I'm like, you know, man, if I could hire them to do XYZ, I would love that. And you are one of those students because of your organization. I mean, actually, I wish I could kind of clone you and have you do a lot of things for me. <laughs> but one that I asked about was Pinterest. And I know how crucial Pinterest is for a business and not crucial, but it can really help a business, right? You can succeed without it, but it's a nice bonus.
0: It it definitely is.
1: Uh, Yeah. I asked you to just, if you would take over. So can you, and you've done amazing things. Can you tell us what you do when you run my Pinterest account and how that's helped my business?
0: Sure. Uh, The, the nice thing is when I started with yours, it was, you had already, Kind of gone up and running which is great and it, but you know for others it's not required we can start from scratch but for you um I essentially took where you had left off if you will and just caught up on all of your content from your podcast uh, to your blog posts patterns um so alongs all those those good things all that content that's on your website and that will drive traffic to your website and put that out in the Pinterest platform Now, a lot of people think that between Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and how does that all fit together or are they really that different and things like that. And where Pinterest is very different is that it's not as social or touchy feely, if you will, as Instagram, like where you feel like you're getting to know your audience and they're getting to know you and in the Pinterest world. It's not like that. They just want inspire me, give me ideas, and tell me what to make or what to create, or you know those sort of things. It's it's very, very different. So what a lot of people find um, is that they don't really want to dive into the Pinterest aspect just because it's not that warm, touchy-feely part of it. Which I don't blame them because you know it can be you know it's it's you know it can be not as fun. However, what I have been able to leverage between working with you. Um, and um, one other uh, person at this point in the Quilty community, which is what I'm sticking to, is that we can work together, so to speak, through me and get your content out there and shared. So between direct pinning from your website and and that content and also using the Tailwind app, which allows me to not only share the content into one community, into Pinterest, but it gives others the opportunity to share your content as well. Well, when you're putting it into the Tailwind community, you're hoping, fingers crossed, that somebody else shares my content, right? Well, the value that I bring is that I can say, yes, actually somebody will share your content. I can actually guarantee that. Uh, Between myself and you and other clients, it makes it very easy for me to say that with confidence that your content will get shared. Now, there is the... Um, there have been, I guess, studies, if you will, that sharing content, is it required to be successful on Pinterest? And a lot of them are saying no. However, it doesn't hurt. It does help. It gets more eyes onto your your content and to your Pinterest account. So for example, just we'll say since December 1st, I kind of started in mid-November, if you will. But December 1st is when we really got going, you and I together, and all of your numbers have just gone up since then. So anywhere from your impressions to engagement and just even your audience, um, that right there is the positive. That means that more people are actually seeing your content. Now, some people might think, well, it's Elizabeth. Everybody knows Quilter's Candy. And <laughs> and part of that is, yes, a lot of people do know Quilter's Candy, but there is still a whole wide world out there that does not And so... That's the idea, is to is to continue to still get your name and your content, your product, out into the, the Quilty universe, if you will, for those that are looking to um, either grow their craft into a career or those that are just looking for quilt pattern designs, you name it, whatever it is that you provide in the Quilty community, that's what I am trying to get out there.
1: Yeah, and so you are actively taking on new... What clients, customers? What's the word we're using here?
0: (laughs) I would say clients, yes, that's appropriate. (laughs) Okay.
1: And I actually love the value that you bring. If you bring on more quilting, whether it's just quilters putting out quilt patterns or tutorials or a quilt, you know, fabric shop, whatever it might be, that the more quilting clients you have, the more you benefit and serve the others because you can It's like a web where you're posting and you're making sure that you're helping build each other's content and putting it out. And I love the idea. Like, I cannot tell. There's maybe one person that I've seen in a story on Instagram. So this is a story. But in real life, when I talk to anyone, they're exhausted from Instagram literally calling it the rat race <laughs> mm-hmm. and having to play the algorithm. And well, something's changed. The algorithm's changed because my engagement's low. We don't know why. Right. Pinterest, however, it's a search engine where right. the longer your content lives there, the more it serves you. The, and my sales, I can go to Shopify and see my statistics. It's like 87% of my sales come from Pinterest. Okay, so what, why would I not <laughs> be focusing on that? Right, you know?
0: exactly, absolutely. And that's a it's a good point because it is a search engine. If you think of like a Google, people go there and they don't usually necessarily put in a specific person or brand, but it's usually beginner quilt or um throw quilt or holiday quilt. It's that kind of generic sort of thing that they're looking for, and that's what helps. And so that's how you get your content recognized. So I just take what it is that you are selling in the quilty community and Use that from your website, Shopify, Etsy, whatever your platform is that you sell off of, and make sure it has the, the proper keywords uh, in, in the descriptions and what have you. Get it shared between your Pinterest account and the Tailwind app, and it makes a huge difference. Huge difference.
1: And I will say, so I've taken Pinterest courses. I know about Pinterest. It doesn't mean that I want to spend my time doing it. Like there's enough things that need my attention. This is not one of them. So yes, I'm qualified. I'm skilled. I know how to do it. I it I know that I'm bringing in revenue from Pinterest and I know I don't want to spend my time doing it, you know. Right. I and I mean, it's it's worth my time and my money to hire you to take that workload off of my shoulders and make sure that it's just a well-oiled machine and I love Another skill set you have is your branding and aesthetic. I felt very confident saying, Here are my colors, here's the fonts, run with it. And you make these posts that are right on brand. I'm like, Yep, perfect, got it. You know, yep. And I will say that it has benefited me. So, and I'm speaking to someone who out there, a listener who's thinking, Man, I'd love to have Charisse do my Pinterest for me. Pinterest wants new URLs. So let's say you have 10 products and they live on a Shopify. If you share those URLs in a pin, you cannot keep sharing those over and over again. That's why a blog is very good for Can you speak to that?
0: Yes. Um, that way, you're, you're creating multiple URLs for the same product. And Because you know, if you do use the same URL over and over again, you will get tagged as possible spam. And that is basically kind of being blacklisted, if you will, in the Pinterest world. And what you don't want, because then your content doesn't get shared, people don't get to see it, and you're losing that opportunity for new eyes and new customers. So, if you do blog and you are using your blog to promote said pattern or new fabric line or what have you, that creates a new URL to use. Uh, it also helps to have different images. So, I, for example, like one of your podcasts, I take, it's the same URL, but we have a couple different images from your website and then ones that I create separately that match your brand and that that look like you. So that way you have a different look, not everyone's the same, but then we change it up and because you have some like your after the rainbow QAL. So we have your after the rainbow URL for your pattern, but then we also have the blog post. For the Ask the which QAL, so it changes it up. It's the same pattern out there, same essential content, but in multiple different ways. So that helps in just not from um, a Pinterest perspective, but from a business perspective, it's cross-promoting and re-promoting maybe older contents or older patterns or things like that and bringing them back to life.
1: Yep, exactly. Like ideas could be like you mentioned doing a new colorway or and you write a blog post saying here's or even if someone else makes the quilt and it looks really pretty right. write a blog post featuring someone who made your quilt the point is to have a new web page that sells the same content in a in a unique spin exactly otherwise like you said pinterest is like uh you're spamming <laughs> the same url we get it you're trying to sell this you know right, <laughs>
0: right. and you don't have to have a million pins for one item. You really don't. So the idea, is though, is to, to get a variety, to get a variety of looks. That way, because um, different pictures, different images will attract different people. But that way, you also can just like let it hang out there because it is a search engine. It's not going to go away. It's not going to disappear or get lost in your feed because it's too old, like an Instagram or Facebook or something like that. So that's the the good part of it. Um, And just just keeping up to date with your current content and adding new spins as you go along with some of your older content.
1: Yeah. And for example, I have a pin. I was a guest on a blog for this free gingham quilt pattern. And there's a pin that's like gone viral. Woohoo! Which is the goal, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But kid you not, every day, and it's been out now for years, plural, Mm -hmm. Every day, I get at least three to five people joining my email list still from that Pinterest pin. I'm like, holy cow. So that's the goal right there. You know, that's the power of it. I'm really curious if you can tell us a bit about your journey on deciding to focus on Pinterest. Because you, well, tell us. You've had some cool opportunities as far as a quilt pattern designer goes. Can you share a little bit like your journey and what's happened and how you've decided to niche into Pinterest?
0: Oh, goodness. Well, um, it. I'll, we'll start on the what's happened so far. It's, it's, if you had asked me a year ago what I thought my quilty life would look like now, it is nowhere close to what it has been. Um, goodness, especially going into this year, I had the opportunity to design the Black History Month quilt for Fat Quarter Shop, and we did it as a fundraiser for the United Negro College Fund, and that was just incredible opportunity. Also, um, even just recently, um, I had um, I was included as the designer sp- in the d- designer spotlight. Goodness, for Cotton Cut that was that actually just came out today. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as we're recording oh, this, congrats. And And um, let's see, I've gotten. Um, now, two, well, published in uh, Make Modern Magazine. Um, I have another one coming out, another magazine later this year. I want to say November. My goodness. I can't remember the top of my head. Um, so I've had several um, opportunities come up and between um, podcast interviews, um, even like being on here with you today. It's um, it's kind of hard to believe that all these things have happened in what seemingly is a short amount of time. but Um, I'm so, so grateful. You have no idea just um, how well things have been going. Um, And the reason why I chose specifically in the the Pinterest area is that it's one space that I felt, A, a lot of people don't want to do as much because it's just, uh, with all the other tedious and administrative things, if you will, that we do for our creative businesses, Pinterest isn't very fun. It doesn't feel like you have to, so to speak like you do some of the other things, but it is an excellent opportunity to get your content out there, to get your product out there and to really be a powerhouse for sales for a company. So I don't advise ignoring it, but there are people that don't want to do it. So that's where I said, you know what? Well, for me, I've, I have this down now and I've gotten comfortable. Let me help them out. Um, And also in the spirit of needing to support my family, um, you know, the three of us now, it was, it's a way for me to still do that in in that quilting space also. So I've decided to expand at this point and, but still sticking to, uh, those in the quilt world, whether you are a fabric shop, um, quilt pattern designer, uh, whatever your niches in the quilting community I am the person that you can contact if you want to get your Pinterest account going, whether you're just starting or needing to pick it back up and get it caught up. I'm willing to do both. And it'd be a matter of us having a chat with, you know, where you are, uh, what your need is, what you're comfortable with, and and figuring that on a case-by-case basis, because not everybody's the same, right? So it's it just, it totally depends on your needs, and that's what we can work out when we, we talk
1: about it. Which I... Highly recommend for anyone listening, like if you're a business owner, it is just such a treat. First of all, when you get to a point where you're earning enough money that you can hire someone else to take off some of that workload. Because when you first start, you're doing all the things, you're wearing all the hats, you know. But when you get to a point where you realize I cannot grow more unless I get some help. Or I'm earning enough here that I could really treat myself to have someone take some work off. One, it is such a uh, such a relief to not have to take up mental space thinking about all of these things where I know, Sharice, you are running with this. I don't have to think about it at all. And you are so sweet to reach out and like, hey, I'm doing this and this. Here's a recap. Is there anything you want to focus on? And that's it. That's it. I just it, it's happening. It's it's working for me because of you, <laughs> and I'm also curious. Do you? I mean, I I know I'm going to recommend that you raise your prices, but for now, <laughs> do you have a price that you share that you charge? It it really does depend
0: um, because for some that are just starting out and they don't have necessarily the same um, amount of content that. You do, or some other people may have, um, because like right now, for example, like you have the blog posts and the podcast um, and and things like that. So and yes, and so that way it's more content each month versus someone who Mm -hmm. may have a pattern, you know, every couple months, or if they're a fabric shop that may have um, a special bundle or what have you. Every you know, it just depends on what they have. So I, I don't have anything set. Um, I like to make it comparable to what their content needs are. Because it wouldn't be fair, if you will, in my eyes, that you know, the price that someone who has, you know, way more content, more robust, um, to pay the same as somebody who, you know, has a blog post once in a month.
1: So Yeah. <laughs> well, without saying numbers, I will say I am very pleased with how much you charge me. I feel like it's a steal of a deal. That's hopefully what you both get is that you feel happy with right what you're getting for what you're paying, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So where do you see your business moving forward? Do you want to keep writing quilt patterns? Like tell where, where do you see things moving? Um, I
0: definitely, because the writing of the quilt patterns is, that's my favorite part of it. Uh, so it's as tedious as it can be. That's okay. Um, I, I enjoy doing that part. So I do still want to continue that. And I actually will. I'm just, um, the pattern I started in your class, I am now putting it out into the testing phase. So I'm so excited. To, I've been sitting on that for forever. So it's like, oh goodness, finally! I'm so excited. Um, so I will continue to do that. And I also, like, I work with um, a fabric shop out of Canada. And every four months, I provide her subscribers. She's a fat quarter bundle subscription. And I provide a pattern for that. So I will continue to do that uh, through the rest of this year as well. So keep an eye out for other patterns. I have a special one this year um, for those who may not know me at this point. And you might kind of figure it out from my logo, but I have a thing for pirates, And I have a special one this year for Topic of Pirate Day, which is in September. You know, coincidentally, it's also my birthday. So it's a special one this year. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so I have a a few things in the works. And um, even still, I mean, honestly, who knows where I will be this time next year? um, Because I I did such a horrible job predicting this year. (laughs) I mean, absolutely horrible. (laughs) So I'm just going to go with, we'll see what happens. But that's where I want to focus on is that, you know, helping uh, new clients with their Pinterest accounts and gaining their audience that way, and also continue with uh, the quilt pattern writing because I I really enjoy it. So it's it's um, may not be necessarily the um, the um, focus, the bigger focus, if you will, of my business, but it will still definitely be there.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I didn't. How did I, I know your logo? I didn't know you like pirates. I know. Okay. <laughs> Barbie. Yeah. You like Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That I know. Yes. So where did this like is do you like Disney? Is this a Disney thing or yeah? Well, it
0: actually started. Let's rewind. I'm gonna date myself here. It started with Goonies when I was a kid.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So, but of course, like when Pirates of the Caribbean came out, uh if yeah, that was a big thing, and not just, you know, for the eye candy. Come on. <laughs> 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 but um, I just I have this Thing for pirates. And it's funny because um it must've been around like 2009 or so Um, where I was living in Missouri. it was near Fort Leonard Wood and my ex-husband is retired army, but they had this small paper and it talked about, you know, coming up was international topic of pirate day on September 19th. And I was like, what is this? Like, how do I not know about this? And so I thought I was making it up. They're like, well, that's your birthday. Like That's, you, are you serious? I said, I'm dead serious. And it became a thing where, you know, Krispy Kreme even had like free donuts if you dress like a pirate what? that day and no stuff. Way. Yes, yes way. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah, so it just became this thing. So every year I just, I even joke with my kids. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's just talk like a pirate day. That's it. But mama, it's your birthday. And we get dressed up and we wear our pirate gear and everything. But that's where um, the on-treasures came from my logo, from my my brand name, just because so Hooked was taken and sewing, you know, and then hook came from the crochet and which also you can think of like a pirate hook, so to speak. But in my logo, I call it the X marks, which is the uh, needle and crochet hook crossed with the thread, yarn weaving through it either way. But yes, so huge, huge pirate bam. And there's also um, several pirate Barbies so I have all those naturally.
1: <laughs> I didn't even know they had those. Yeah. Oh, course. yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, there's kind of like the, you know, this ultimate conversion of two of my favorite things. So.
1: <laughs> Which, okay, side tangent. Yes. I totally watched the Goonies growing up and I showed it to my kids and was like, oh my gosh, it is not clean. No! I did not know that. <laughs> I know. Like, and all these shows from the 80s you know like 16 candle it's just whatever It was tied side tangent but i'm like the rating system was a bit off in the 80s yes
0: it was way off because you know I, I got this game not knowing but it was it's called the goonies you know based on the movie and i got it for me and the kids like oh okay great but let's watch it i mean let's play this game but i was thinking i was like oh maybe we could watch the movie so now they get the game like wait no let me watch it again Just to make sure. Yeah, I I was like, no, we mean they're seven and six. So yeah, they're not ready
1: but beginning. I will say as a kid I think a lot of it went over my head because right. I don't remember you know now as an adult I'm like oh I get that joke now right. I didn't then but like, <laughs> right and I think it's, uh, they
0: would not get some of the adult humor in it at this point right, but I was like right. oh no we'll wait a few more years
1: <laughs> no I don't know I feel as a mother like yeah children watch. Right.
0: <laughs> but of course you know I don't remember how how old I was when I
1: watched it for the first time but
0: you know I do remember, it's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm watching this. This is cool, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. So if people want to get in touch with you, and it, how does it work if someone reaches out? I'm assuming, I don't know. how. how I don't I shouldn't assume anything. How does it work if someone <laughs> wants to hire you? Yeah.
0: Uh, no, good point. It literally is as simple as an email. And we will start with a, we'll call it, you know, just initial conversation, consultation, where we talk about where your business is, what your need is. Um, and what you're looking to to get to, and we can start from there, and to see if you know we are a, a good fit. It, it might be that you know you change your mind, and that's totally okay. I mean, just so the initial chat, I you know absolutely free. I don't charge anything for that. That's just a chance for us to get to know each other, and then if we're good to go, is that's when I would start to uh, build the things that you need. To, you know fit your brand and the images make sure i have the fonts logos all that kind of good thing uh, to, to get started and we go from there and but literally just a simple email message is fine i can be reached at uh creative at so um or you can find me on instagram also um at so hooked on treasures i'm on facebook same uh so you name it uh, either way, um, my website is there also. All those uh, places you can easily jump to from my website, which is so hooked on treasures.com.
1: Perfect. And I'll put links to those in the show notes as well, which is quilterscandy.com in the podcast area, and this is Sharice of So Hooked on Treasures. And um, I don't know if this is a policy that you have, but if someone does hire you, I will recommend giving you a couple of months because it takes some time. You know, if people are like, okay, in this first month, I want to see X, Y, Z. You've got to give it some time to build and see results. So just if you are listening and you do hire Charisse, um, give it some time to get up and going. And especially if you're brand new to Pinterest, you know, to like get it going.
0: Right. Absolutely. It's not one of those things that happens overnight by any stretch of the imagination. And you know it takes time for your content to get shared and repinned and, and all that good stuff. And also, it's um, the the process is you'll see it going up and down too. It ebbs and flows. So you're not going to just see just these numbers constantly go up and up and up and up and up and it, that sort of thing. But it doesn't happen that way. You will see ups and downs bec- between your impressions and your engagement. It just it happens. It was. Like the change mm-hmm. to the wind, so to speak. So the idea, though, is that overall, kind of like the stock market, you know, if you can yep. equate it to something, is that it may go up and down, but overall, as long as it's still going up and up and up as an average, that's when you're good. But you will still see the ups and downs. It's just way of life. <laughs>
1: It is. It is. That stock market analogy really resonates. My husband's a financial advisor, and we've been to like the stock market in New York. But to see the history, it anyhow, it really actually does go exactly. Up. Are like, well, no, we have crash. I'm like, it's still an upward trend, you know? It's
0: exactly overall, you're still going in an upward direction. So then that's what matters. So, regardless of the ebbs and flows in between that,
1: yeah, awesome. Well, I, for one, am so thankful that you are doing Pinterest, it has been a huge blessing in my life to take that off of my shoulders and help my business grow without me having to even think about it. And I hope if there's a listener out there or multiple that they can reach out to you and have that same experience with their business. So yeah. thanks for being here.
0: Well, thank you for having me and having you has been a blessing in my life as, as well, especially when it comes to helping me and this, this newly mentioned mama hood, that single mama hood that I've got going on.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, I wish you all the best and I will talk to you soon. I'm sure we'll keep in touch. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Thanks. Sharice, thank you so much for being here. As always, it's a pleasure chatting with you. And if you are wondering how to get in touch with Sharice, again, that is so hooked on Treasures. And there's a link in the show notes for the podcast, or you can go right to her website or to her Instagram account and take a look at what Sharice is working on. I know I'm excited for the Pirate, National Pirate Day, Talk Like a Pirate. I'm even going to check out Krispy Kreme in my area and see if they have that same kind of deal going on this year. So, Sharice, thank you for all you do for me, for my Pinterest. And I'm excited for those who work with Cherise and hire her for you to see the difference that she can make in your business as far as your sales and engagement go on Pinterest. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you next Friday on the Craft to Career podcast.